You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. I'm sure we've all heard this saying that uh, hindsight is 2020, And uh, when we hit this uncharted territory, uh, decisions are being made by government, by ourselves, by uh, kind of in, in life in general. Uh, the challenge is that when we're making decisions, and we're going through uncharted territory, we don't really have a context in which to draw from. And it's always easier when you look back on kind of moments like this or similar to this or challenging moments, you can say, well, it would have been wiser to do this or to do that. But the problem is it's it's easy to look behind us and see what should have happened, but it's much harder to predict the future, isn't it? The reality is that each one of us has only one life to live. We only have one chance to go through each day as it comes. And as much as we would love to maybe relive some moments and make different decisions, uh, we don't have that opportunity. We, we've only actually have one chance to go through this, this season that we're in. And uh, we've all been given a currency of time. Each day we're allotted a certain amount of time. And uh, how we live... And, and how we spend it is up to us. We can't save it. We can't refund it. Uh, we can't kind of take a bit of it and, and use it for the future. Every day when we go to bed and the day finishes, that day, the currency of that time is now spent. And so it's kind of a sobering thought when you think of this reality that each one of us, we, we, we go through this this season of time never to be relived again. Maybe for some of you, you're thinking, thank, thank the Lord, we don't have to go through this a second time around. Uh, the question is, though, this morning is, is how do we spend our time? So if in the morning we're given this lot of time, this currency of time, how are you choosing to spend that time? How are you, how are you living this out at this moment? Um, knowing that you'll never get a chance to spend it again. It's a one-shot account or one-time use. Uh, this, there's a passage of scripture we're going to read this morning, and, and it's really, uh, it's something actually I shared on in December uh, last year. But it's funny how when you go through suddenly this new, this season that we're in right now, you can really look, up, look at a passage of scripture under a different context, and it, it comes to life again in this moment of time that we're in. And so it's in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 to 17. And it says this, Ephesians 5, 15 to 17. It says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Be very careful then how you live. Uh, we're told to be careful that in, in, our, in our living, to, to live as wise people. And uh, when we look at this thought process of wise, what is wise, what is wisdom from God's perspective right now for you and for me? And uh, one of the things, we're going to look at three aspects of what we see in Scripture as wise living in a time that is unprecedented, in a time that uh, it would be easy to kind of do all sorts of different things and respond and react in different ways. There are three areas of Scripture that we see quite important. And Marco, uh, we're going to touch on one of those things that Marco shared just a bit earlier. 
In moments like this, we're called to live in the present. And uh, I, I think this is one of the biggest challenges we have uh, to, to live one day at a time and not live in the past nor live in the future in our mentality or in our daily thought process. And so one of these temptations of living in the past is living in this thought process of what things used to be like, what, you know, it, it was so much better back then. Uh, I, I've been with people who've lived in other countries for a season of time, and the whole time they're living in that country, they're wishing they were back in the country they have just come from. You know, uh, we came from Canada to England, and, and it would be a challenge if every day we were just wishing to be back in Canada, of kind of how it was different in Canada. The problem is, is that we're here now, and, and we can miss the, the joys of our what are today, or the, the things that God wants to do today, if we're constantly living in a space of yesterday, or where we've come from. Uh, I, I think equally, what's interesting is people that have, have journeyed to other countries and spent some time away, is that when you go back home, you then, strangely enough, miss where you've just come from. And uh, you end up going back and forth in these different thought processes, which is a is a challenge because all the while you're not living in the moment that you're in. You're, you're living in a space you've just come from. And so I want to encourage you to, to not live in, in even what was life like a few months ago, two months ago, one month ago. We need to live right now because what we can't do is go back there, can't we? Now, we hope that life will return to somewhat of a normality in the, the weeks and months to come. However, we're not certain of our future. We All we are certain of is our present. And so we thank God for maybe the good things that have happened in our past, of, of the great freedoms that we've enjoyed. But right now, it isn't helpful for us to live in yesterday when we're called to live today. And so again, that's wishing for things to be as they were, maybe looking at past achievements or the, the, the dreams and hopes that we had, you know, two months ago. Well, we're in this space that we are today. And constantly looking back will rob us from enjoying the things that God would have for us in this moment of time. Paul spoke about this in, in Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 to 14. He says, not that I've already obtained all this or have I've already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of what, what uh, Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I don't consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, and here it is, I forget what is behind and I strain towards what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize which God has called me heavenwards in Christ Jesus. What was Paul saying? He's like, look, I'm not living back there I, I'm, I'm choosing to let go of that, and I'm pushing forward. I'm still in the race. We're, he's still in the game. And I think right now there would be a temptation to just to check out. Uh, I'm, I'm at home. I'm maybe in self-isolation, and I'm just going to check out in my head, in my thought process, uh, and maybe just live in that space of how I wish things were as they were. Well, they're not. And the more that we can say, you know what, I'm going to choose this day to live my race today and not live at what it used to be like or wish it, things were, but I'm going to live in this moment of time that I have today, we'll see God do great things. The second thing is, is and this is what Marco had shared on, is not worrying about the future. So we, we can have a temptation to live in this 
thought process of where I've just come from, but there also is a temptation of now worrying about what is around the corner. Because we live in this unprecedented time, it, it feeds this imagination of what will happen tomorrow, uh, what will happen with the virus in, in these coming weeks, will, it, will life ever return to normal? The thing is, we don't know. There's only one that knows, and that's God. And uh, Jesus said in Matthew 6.34, says, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Uh, again, this is what Marka was sharing earlier. We, we have this temptation to, to start to live in this uh, imaginary realm of tomorrow. The problem is that God hasn't given us the grace to live in our future. He's only given us the grace to face the challenges of today. And so when we start to borrow from tomorrow, so in the same way, when we take out a loan, we're borrowing from our future, aren't we? When we go to the bank and we say, we need some money, uh, they give us some money and we're spending something that we're going to have to pay in the future. The same thing is about worry. Worry is borrowing a currency of the future and trying to spend it today. The problem is we can't pay it. We can't live it. We can't, uh, we, it's a debt we can't pay. And so what happens is it sucks the life right out of us because God hadn't intended us to pay our time of the future when we're living in today. And so uh, he says, look, don't worry about tomorrow. But he, in this passage, in the fullness of this passage, he's, he talks about seeking first his kingdom and, and living in that space of trusting him. God has, has, has everything under control, believe it or not. And he says, look, if you trust in me, if you hold on to me, uh, don't focus your whole attention on the future. Yes, there's wisdom in, in making plans and, and making wise decisions that would affect your future. However, you can't live in the headspace of the future. And so when you get up in the morning, we, we can't live the whole day wondering about what tomorrow is going to hold when we've got today to live. And so we can't live in the past. We can't live in the future, but we're called to live in the present. You see, living in the future will miss out on, again, the opportunities that God has given us today. And by choosing to live in the present, we can take advantage of all that God has for us today. And this is the day that God's made for your life. He says, look, I've deposited into your account 24 hours today to live. You've got 24 hours to live this day. How are you going to live it? This is all that you've got to work with is this space that we're in right now. And so the challenge is, is to look at what God wants to do in your life today. So the, the second part, so first of all, we, we need to, to live in the present, but the second part of, of living a wise life in this, especially this season, is, is seizing the opportunities. Uh, Ephesians 5 says, make the most of every opportunity. Do you know right now is an opportunity for your life? You think, actually, well, no, I, I, I'm just kind of, uh, my life's on hold. It's not on hold. You're still living. And right now is a season of opportunity for you. And what you choose to do with the season of opportunity will determine what will happen after this lockdown finishes and, and, and will set your course in whatever direction. But right now is a season of opportunity and it can be missed. Opportunity, again, that's where we, where I started from when we look at, uh, our hindsight is 2020. It's easy to see backwards, but it isn't easy to see at this moment. And so we have to trust. And we have to take the opportunities that are right in front of us 
not in the future, but right now, and you have an opportunity right now. So you might be furloughed, uh, working from home, you might be in self-isolation, or working on the front lines, or working in some essential services. Believe it or not, I can't believe hairdressers are not part of the the uh, essential services. As the days are ticking by, I'm thinking, I need a haircut. But anyways, that's a side note. Uh, no matter what it is, no matter what your context is right now, you're living in a space of opportunity. You're living in a space that God wants to do something. And an opportunity is what God has planned for you to do in this moment. That's the opportunity. And so again, whether you're at home or whether you're working or whatever your context is, right now is a season of opportunity for your life. And uh, we see in Ephesians 2.10 that God, uh, He has prepared good works in advance for us to do. Good works. He's already prepared this day for you. He's already thought through what opportunities could look like for your life. And that's why in, in, in Ephesians 5.17, we're told to understand what God's will is, His, what the will of the Lord is. And so what does an opportunity look like for you in, in lockdown, in, in this season? Maybe this is a time that God really wants to encourage you to, to study Scripture, to get a bit deeper. You know, we often use the excuses, well, I'm just too busy in, in to really spend time in prayer, devotional life, or maybe this is the opportunity to really tune into God, to really hear His voice for your life. Uh, maybe it's, it's a time that God has put people in your, your sphere of influence that you need to be really praying for. You need to be maybe calling them. You need to be really encouraging them on their faith journey. You see, this is an opportunity of time that maybe you've got a bit more time than normal. So use it in this way. Uh, maybe it's helping those in need or it may be it's this moment of life that you need to make a life change. And God's giving you a pause button that you're hit right now and you can re-navigate the things that you need to focus upon. Uh, maybe it's restoring a broken relationship or discovering who Jesus really is. Maybe you're watching today and you've never made that decision to follow Jesus. You know, there's an opportunity of Alpha just about to come. And this is a great opportunity. And maybe right now is the opportunity for you to discover this amazing God who has a plan for your life. Maybe for those who do believe, it's taking this chance of sharing your faith with those who are seeking. The moment of time of this opportunity is for today and may not be here three weeks from now. It, 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 this season that we're in right now could change in the coming days. Don't simply wait at home for it to be over. Can I encourage you to not live, squander your time in this moment, uh, again, it's, it's somehow, it, it's easy to go day after day when you're at home and you forget what day of the week it is and all those things start to happen. But can I encourage you to seize the moment, to seize the opportunity and to be asking the question, go, what is your will for my life today, for this moment in time? What, what are you wanting me to do? Maybe I am at home. What is it you want me to do at home? Maybe I'm having to work and I'm on the front lines. Maybe I'm in the, the health service. God, how do I shine for you in this moment? People are, are, I think, more open right now to the gospel than ever before. Maybe those who are really out in the front lines, you need to be praying, God, use me in ways I've never been used before in this context. Give me the strength. 
may I reflect you today in this space. Wise living is living in the present and it's also seizing the opportunities that are right in front of us. And again, can I just say, when we're not living presently, when we're not wise in, in understanding what God's will is, it's easy to miss the opportunities that are right in front of us. Maybe it's time right now you need to upskill and, and you need to, to, to develop some skills that will, God can use for the future. Don't waste this moment that you've been given. The last one is, is using our time wisely. To make the most of this opportunity, we need to use each day in lockdown wisely. And uh, if rest is needed, can I encourage you to take rest? Maybe you've been going flat out and uh, you need to take some time of rest. But once the rest has been received, can I encourage you not to live every day in your PJs and just kind of watch through season after season of Netflix shows? Uh, you know, there's binge watching, but you know what? There's something that happens to our mind. It goes to mush, I think, when we just watch and watch and watch and consume rubbish all day long. Junk food of the mind, as I like to call it. Uh, nothing of any, of any significance just happens when you're sitting on the sofa every day, all day, watching Netflix. Can I just tell you that? I'm really sorry even to my own family, for saying this. That's right. This could be the moment that you step up to the mark. You, you know, I, I was thinking it's, it's kind of like a soldier who's just kind of taken a step back from battle. And, and in that moment, the soldier could, could, could just be eating and doing, doing virtually nothing. Or that soldier could be sharpening the sword, learning some new skills, preparing to take new ground, strategizing for what, what the, the next step is going to be once he's back into the battle in a different front. You know, this is a, a time that we, we can use wisely. And so every day that we have, I, I think it's good to set out a bit of a plan of, of what am I going to accomplish today? And if I, if I know for certain I've got two more weeks or three more weeks that I'm not working, okay, what, how am I going to use this time? I've been given time outside the normal use of time, of going to work, how am I going to use this time? Maybe I'm not commuting to work and I'm having to work from home. Okay, those hours that I would have otherwise commuted, I've been given some extra time. How am I going to use this time so when I come out of it on the other side, I've fulfilled what God wanted me to do. Again, it's not just squandering it, but it's using it wisely. Studying, researching, learning new things, maybe calling and encouraging others, reading, spend time, extra time, listening to what God is saying to you at this moment. For those on the front lines, this moment of time, your faith, again, might be needed to be displayed more than ever. And so maybe you would otherwise shrink back from being very vocal. Can I encourage you when someone's asking the questions, to be there ready to give the answers, to use that moment wisely. He can strengthen and He can sustain you and not just wish for it all to be over, but be looking at what God wants to do in it and through it. This is a, a moment of time that I think God wants to do the extraordinary in our lives. And I think if we shut off, if we get into a slumber state in our minds and our spirits and we're just... We're just bunkering down until it's all over. We will miss what God wants to do 
today. And whether, again, you're a follower of Jesus or even if you're not, can I say God has a plan for you at this moment of time. And it requires us to engage at this moment. And I think the enemy, our enemy, Satan, would, would love us to do nothing more than to just sit on the sofa and do nothing through this whole period of time. Get lethargic spiritually. Can I encourage you not to go down that road, but to use this time to press into the God, to be pushing on the doors that maybe God wants you to push on, to, to, to really be looking at, God, what is it you're calling me into? How, how do I utilize every moment you've given me? And to wake up in the morning looking at your life as I'm living today on purpose, not, not by accident. I'm not just going to bumble along through my day, but I'm going to live each day with intention. This is what Paul was saying. Look, I'm running the race. Do you know a lot of what Paul wrote, he wrote from prison. You think, how was Paul running a race when he's in prison? You know, he stayed on a journey. He, he kept going forward. When he was in prison, what was he doing? He was writing letters to the churches to encourage, encourage them. He, he wasn't sitting in the prison cell just wishing his life to be different, wishing for his sale, jail sentence to be over. He was using that time wisely. Do you know what? It was because Paul was in prison, we have much of the New Testament written to us. He used that time to write to the churches and to encourage them. And so he used that. He kept running the race even though he was incarcerated for his faith and for what he was testifying. Can I tell you, right now, God could want to do something through your life that's greater than any time else in, in your, your existence thus far. If you wake up in the morning and say, God, what is it you have for me today? I'm going to do it. I'm going to use my time wisely. I'm going to be tuned into you. I'm going to be sold out for you. We sang a song earlier, you can have it all, Lord. What happens if God has all of your solitary confinement time? <laughs> what if, if you said, God, you can have my life. I, I'm on... I'm, I'm, I'm furloughed from work, but God, you can have it all. What could God do through your life through this season of time if He just said, God, here I am. I'm your vessel. I want to run the race you've set before me today. I'm not going to live wishing something else to be different, but I want to live this out with joy, with perseverance. I want to, I want to get my mind in game of what you've got for me today. What could God do at this, life, at this point of time in your life? I think if the church wakes up, not falls asleep, but wakes up during this time, I believe there's great things happening and will happen, not just through the corporate church, but through your life when you engage at this moment. Uh, you have only one chance to live out this season of your life. And again, I, as I said earlier, we don't know how long this season will last. We really don't. Some of you might end up having to go back to work earlier than you expected. Some of you might be off work much longer than you were expecting. Maybe your whole job situation is going to change. And that wasn't expected. But you know what? God has a plan. He's got a purpose. He's got a thought process. And He takes these moments of time. He was well aware of it happening before it happened. And He's got good things He's planned in His store in advance for us to do. He's got good works. He's got things to do. So I want to leave you those three thoughts again. To, leave in, to live in the present. Live today. Live the most today. Seize the opportunities. And, and allow, just ask the Holy Spirit. Ask God to open your eyes to see the opportunities that are right in front of you right now. And use your time wisely. Use each day. Yes, take moments of rest. Use that, this space maybe to 
recuperate if you're, if you're off work at the moment. But don't squander your time. Don't waste your time. Only you can decide how to spend the time that you've been given. Only you can decide that. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church, passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.